Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Gay Power Half an Hour with your host, Tony Soto and Casey Lai. We're coming to you late night tonight because we this is the only time we could get together. Tony is such a busy person. No, you're busy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a traveling boy. We haven't done a show in two weeks because we just haven't been able to get this correspondent. That's true. But you've been but you've been You'd think that with all of the success of this podcast, the money would be rolling in, the sponsors yes. would be and look, it is. No one's calling. We're That's super rich. <laughs> And uh, we'll have a hearing from your sponsor. Uh, yeah, this this is the lobby of our mansion, actually. What's the douche brand called? The douche brand? A Summer's Eve. No, that's for your vagina, for your butt. A fleet. Ooh, do you fleet. think we could get them? I feel like with the amount that with we the talk amount about of, it. Yes, and probably the amount that you use. What's more empowering for a gay man than a bottle of fleet? Absolutely. You got to be clean down there, y'all. You don't have to be. You, you can do what you want. Okay, all Maybe right. Maybe you can find a shit pig. All right. All right. Maybe you can find a shit pig. Did you just say shit pig? That you can fall in love with. This is what happens at 11.30 Pacific Standard Time. We start talking about shit all pigs. All the shit pigs come out. Um. So where have you been? I have been everywhere. I just got back from Northern California. I was in the woods doing comedy at a music festival. You sound is... like you just got back from a music festival. Well, you may have noticed that my voice, the Redwoods stole my voice. She brought her C game tonight, guys. Uh, no, I brought my A game. Sometimes you got to power through and you got to perform through a uh, sore throat. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> is it sore? It's just horse. It's a horse. Well, tell everyone why the fuck you're horse. Because I was in the woods doing comedy in a, in a dirt pile on a river with EDM, and I was screaming. We got pushed around a lot. Here, I'll tell you what. Okay. Northern Nights Music Festival is a great music festival. Okay. Uh, really good music. A lot of straight people having fun in the sun on a river. Not my cup of tea. Oh, why do you always I hate heterosexuals. No, you don't. You're right. I don't hate them, but I could do without them. What a world this would be. We'll get into that maybe in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? Literally, I would say I think we've had 44 presidents, 43, 44 presidents, and at least 42 of them have probably been heterosexual, and they haven't done a very good job. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're right. Maybe if gay people were been in charge, the world would be a That's little all I'm saying. less and droney. You know what? I'm not. A, you know, I'm not firm on the, the the whole one in ten are gay because there's a lot of closet cases. That number's a lot bigger than one in ten. There's way more. About you know, you suck a dick. You, you're, you're gay. You're gay. You're you're suck a dick. I, I don't think that if that's you, true. If you I even look at the outlining of a penis true. through someone's sweatpants, you're gay. No, well, in this day and age. <laughs> But I feel like maybe Abraham Lincoln was gay because... Are you speculating about dead fucking people for real slept, right now? We, didn't we talk about this before? He slept, we did, and I didn't like it then. And James Buchanan, <laughs> definitely gay. Here we go. Back-to-back presidents. The 15th and 16th back presidents. Back. Gay, 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 gay. Double dildoing it. One was mm. one led the world into the Civil One led the U.S. into the Civil War. The other got us out. You know... And so, you know, gay people are bad at being president, too. Okay, we're real late, and you're going to bore me to death with all this herstory? What I meant to say was I was in the woods, in a music festival, hanging out with Suck straight dick. people. No. Oh. See, that's the problem. When you're, around, when you're around all those straight people, you can't be sucking dick. You can. 
Well, then you're not. I was in. I was having too much fun. There was like a silent disco at night. We would go at like two thirty in the morning, and you'd put on these headphones, and all these people would be dancing around in the woods like the Matrix. It was crazy. Do you I get to pick your own songs? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> what songs? What were your top ten, Tony? How about this? Not top ten. Top five songs to listen to at at two thirty a.m. in the woods with headphones on, surrounded by a bunch of straight people. Go. Give me at least two. I mean, give me I'm Every Woman. Okay, good that's one. That's good. That's a yeah, good yeah, one. Yeah. Give me give me a Donna Summer remix. That's Donna cute. I would do that. I feel love really um, plays well anywhere, any crowd. Really. Yeah, give me some Power of Love by Celine Dion. All right. Yeah. These are like your Coachella headliners from your, from from years past. Uh, yeah, I think I would do uh, <laughs> I'd eat on to pasta twice just because she is a nice Angelina. Angelina, the waitress at the pizzeria. No one asked me to DJ. That was. <laughs> I don't know why. I was like, you got your gay Italian. That here. was magic. He just wants to play some. Uh, who's that guy? Not Dean Martin. Not Frank Sinatra. The other one, Primo Levi. No, he was uh, Sammy Davis Jr. He was a Holocaust survivor. Who was the? Who was that? Louis Primo. There we go. Yeah, I wasn't Primo. ever gonna get that. Just so, so you Louis know. Primo. Okay. Uh, number two uh-huh. definitely would follow that up with uh, uh, Dean Martin. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. That's All the while boy. popping roll after roll, just sweating s- your balls off. Single person asked me a DJ. <laughs> I don't know. I was like, I got my Louis Prima records. I got so. Dean did you do a lot of drugs? No. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. People were just, people were just giving me things. I was just hanging out. We were just swimming in a river. I thought they were baby aspirins. So I was there. I was in Colorado. Nope, not a thing at all. I was in uh, C- Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. Our friends to the, our future home. Halifax, Canada. How was it? It was honestly a dream come true. Oh. Halifax. If you haven't been to Halifax Gay Power Happy Out, well, if you haven't been to Halifax <laughs> Gay Power Half an Hour listeners, old loyal listeners, take a trip. First of all, Canada is great. First, second of all, Canada is cheap. I think like the dollar is like 1.3. So your dollar goes a long way. Uh, There's some lovely hotels. There's some lovely food. They have more bars per capita, I think, in like any city in North America. So it's fun. There was live music. Uh, The crowds are awesome. I was awesome. They love me. Gay people, (laughs) gay people everywhere. Um, was I telling you this that I had sex with a Syrian and it made me feel like a humanitarian? Yeah, you felt like you really <laughs> took in a refugee, huh? Yeah. There he goes. Yeah, I'll give you a place for a refuge. There. Uh, Jesus. Which was funny. Don't mind everyone else in there. Which was funny. <laughs> that was my one inappropriate joke. I was walking around all day long being like, I don't give a hell of fucks about nothing. Um, so that was super fun. What else? And now you're back. And now I'm back, baby, with Tony Soto. You can catch Tony Soto every day of the week at Precinct Bar, <laughs> serving up drinks from about 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. You know, prime drinking time. Yeah, you know, if you really have something that you're running from, uh, come on over. There is a bar in San Francisco called The Cinch, which is on Polk Street. And it's like the one of the, the last gay old school gay bars. And I'll tell you, no matter what day of the week, it opens at 6. If you walk by, you know, for any reason. Like 6 in the morning? 6 in the morning. There are people in that bar. 
bar drinking. It's an amazing thing to me. You know, drawing room is the same way. Like uh, yeah. here on the street, it closes at two, opens at six. Well, I just assume it's a cocaine den. I just I just assume like I I people are tying off. Like, why do you need to be in a bar at six o'clock in the goddamn morning? What are you doing? What is so wrong? You're thirsty. Your your work <laughs> next in you work in three hours and it sucks. You're a lawyer and you got to be drunk because you defend <laughs> criminals. You know, do you know, like do you any know, Republican at the RNC. Now, here's my I have a question for you, uh, and I'm asking for a friend. Come on. Uh, let's say that you're a bartender, right? And someone comes into the bar and they're like, "Oh, I'm a truck driver and I uh, am just on my lunch break, uh, and then I have to go take this haul to wherever." Yeah. Do you treat them like a pregnant woman, or do no? You, right, like like you, you assume he's got plenty of trucker speed in his pocket, right? That right. he can pop after that, right? Do you know I used to take that shit for fun? Not shocked. You, you know, you know, <laughs> they used to have this like they said this over the counter speed called uh, yellow jackets. I think yeah, they were yeah. called. They sold them in like gas uh, yeah, and like quick and easies and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, we used to take like three of those at one time and just sit around and feel awful but think, uh, but think that it was fucking cool did you you didn't even go out you just take a bunch of yellow jackets you know what I, my thing is <laughs> now we take adderall really get down to it you know really change some lives get, jackets. uh yeah <laughs> i uh i prefer to take drugs at home oh no okay for those of you who aren't listening tony dropped his weed so i'm fine i'm back the play i'm back i'm back um no i prefer to do drugs at home Okay, so is that happening? Are truckers coming in and being like, uh, you know, before I... Uh, I said I was asking for a friend. Okay. I mean, you know, I feel like truckers die, probably at least one trucker probably dies every day from some sort of <laughs> crash. I would imagine there's so Diabetes. many trucks on that road. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they don't eat well. That's all. They don't eat. They don't eat well. I used to be a waitress at a truck stop. I know what they eat. I don't know. I'm I'm pro. I'm 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 pro drinking before work. Yeah, even if it's. Driving as long as they're they're not driving like would you serve a pregnant lady? Would you serve a pregnant lady? You could technically drink while pregnant. First of all, you could do what the fuck you want because you're a human being. There's no law. There is no law on the book saying that women cannot drink because they're pregnant. I mean, if she got that Zika, you're just gonna be like, you know what? You might as well just drown it. It's mushy anyway, girl. You know what I mean? Just drown it. You know? It's like I'm not pro. She's like a Christian. Her baby's got Zika. Her fetus has Zika. She's like, I can't. I can't. God will kill me. Fucking but, Zika. You know, if I like drink, drink. Do you know? I think we're the only ones that really talk about Zika. We're leading the charge. Yeah, we're serious about this, straight people. You gotta watch out. Zika yeah. will mushy up your fucking baby's heads. Yeah, watch out, Rio. <laughs> Don't come back. Here comes the Olympics. Don't come back. So, you know, all these Olympics greats are gonna go down there to do the Olympics. They're gonna have babies. They're all gonna be mushy. They say babies. they fuck Legacies a lot at are the done. Olympics because it's all these hot people in their athletic prime. Do you know what was said uh, as no. well? Kind of in that same vein. Uh, the RNC oh, is up it. and at them. All right. Which means that if a bomb fell on a building in, Col- in Ohio right now, well, tomorrow, uh, at any given point in the day, it would take out a lot of really awful people. All right. Well, that's but- not, <laughs> let's not advocate from our position of Just say, power, no. gay power, <laughs> Get, dropping so, of bombs. So, I, don't want, I don't want anyone to die. So <laughs> It just feeds into the narrative um, that we're all going to die. Which is the central narrative of the Republican National Convention. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. It's fear, fear, fear. We're all going to die. Uh, anyway, so it's up and going. 
and it's it's just been have you been watching a laugh riot yeah oh yeah i've been watching i've been watching uh and uh i've been terrified this whole stinking time well that's their goal what are you scared about uh i'm scared that that uh there's like england there's a lot of ignorant people who will vote for shit like thinking that we're actually going to kick out immigrants from the country. Yeah, I think that basically what they're saying is black people are going to kill you, brown people are going to kill you, Muslims are going to kill you, and as a result of that, you should elect uh, Donald Trump because he puts on a real crap Republican National Convention, and if that's any sign of what he's capable Scott of Scott Bayo, everybody. Uh, fucking Chachi Scott comes out. Scott Bayo. Antonio Sabato Jr., who I'm pretty sure was one of the first like like naked pics that I saw on the internet. Like a fake. Like naked fake, naked? His fake head on top of like, uh, a body, because he was hot back in the day. Yeah, yeah, he was. Know, I didn't realize he was a racist, but yeah. you know. <laughs> But you know what? That doesn't necessarily mean he's not hot. Hot pot. You know what? That's how I found out Meatloaf was a conservative. Was he he performed at some fucking conservative? Yeah, but I don't see Meatloaf's dick. So I don't care what his political affiliation is. Oh, okay. I was a little upset to find out that Antonio Sabato Jr., someone who I hadn't thought about in probably 17 to 20 years. Yeah. Um was a Trump supporter. It was a little bit jarring when they were like, when I flipped on, because I was in the woods and I came back and looked at the news and they were like, Antonio Sabato Jr. says, and Scott Baio, and I was like, did I go through a time warp? <laughs> yeah, Where are we? Right. Is this 1996? It's like, is it the 90s? <laughs> is Bob Dole running for fucking president again? <laughs> and he's got Antonio Sabato Jr. and Scott Baio. Well, so there's a lot of Muslims shit going on with the, the RNC country. right now. There's a lot of shit going on and there's a lot of dissension within the ranks there's a lot of unhappiness going on uh and when it first started they wanted to do a recall vote so and- you're listening to this on thursday and 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 it's wednesday night that we're recording this so we had melania trump's plagiarism yeah uh debacle we had uh, a bunch of like alaskans saying that they didn't want to the their votes counted colorado walked out uh and the delegates walked out tonight Ted Cruz fucking went up there and said that vote your conscience and don't support Donald Trump if you don't want to support some person with well he never said that he never said that he He said said, vote your conscience yeah he said vote your conscience is what he said but luckily most Republicans don't have it yeah they were like oh don't worry about that Um, it's just a really really fucked up time like everything I heard about this group called gays for Trump gays Uh. for Trump well, is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and they had a keynote speaker at, first of all, I don't even think that they were allowed in the RNC building. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, like, no, they were, if you, wherever, like- wherever this, uh, wherever this, meeting was being taken place there were pictures of half naked boys on the wall behind it that wasn't in the fucking convention center or whatever probably not so first of all gays you're not even in the party you know what i mean you're not even in the building but you heard about this milo guy who came for leslie jones on twitter right milo yianopoulos yeah did you you heard about the the terrible racist rants that they were going through he was their like keynote fucking speaker the gays for trump for gays for trump well, is it shocking? First of all, gay people have a significant, you know, race issue that we've talked about. In the yes, very racist. The gays that is in there. Just it's not that it's gays; it's that it's white 
people and gay there are a lot of gay white people and so a lot some of them are racist and so this one's like king racist of the i don't even know enough about him did you know about him explain to me who well, he is. well here's the thing i i was doing some research on because i was literally following at least four hours of leslie jones's twitter feed going explain back explain to the people what's so going on. um ghostbusters came out <laughs> and ghostbusters is gay now it's so gay there's a gay ghostbusters now there's so and everybody be getting so slimed. many people hate the new Ghostbusters, a because it's uh it wasn't an original script. It's like a it's almost an exact remake of the first one. So uh, is Star Wars. Then uh and the fact that it's women and the fact that they are uh not sexy hot women, they are just women who just regular old women. Chubbos. Yeah, they don't want chubbos. I guess. Why you to come for so so so? <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, all these fat. They got four fat, ugly women to play. I'm just kidding. I really am just kidding. All right. I so I want um, to. So anyway, uh, Milo came out on Twitter and. Uh, confronted her about uh basically he said people should go like tell her how they really feel about her about her and that and the movie and got real racist real quick and so then people started just hitting her with a barrage of fucking pictures of apes and shit about uh about her and her character in the movie and uh just disgusting vile shit and the fucked up thing was Ugh. she was fighting them tooth and nail. Like she was, uh, she was, she was, Retreating which, 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 I, which I'm like, which I'm like, I'd like, should you do that? You know what I mean? Like, 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 is, is that something that you should take? And, I don't know what happens if someone, you know, just like started sending a lot of like hateful, uh, homophobic, anti-latino bullshit your way in really negative ways and you're a celebrity and you're like what are you supposed to do just let it let it stand i mean i, I mean i'm asking i'm not i don't think that i i think that i i think that i would have confronted it but twitter's fucked y'all like well, twitter is do you do you watch game of thrones no uh, well, in Game of Thrones, there was this fucking war that just happened recently in this last season. And it was like everyone just like on top of each other. It was a big old pile of fucking messy, bloody goriness. And that is what Twitter is. Well, it is just like you, the Internet and all of these social media things are have the ability to, uh, you know, change the world for the better. But the problem is, is that humans are still giant piles of shit. And uh, they can't help themselves. And so they're not enlightened. And so it just really becomes a tool like everything else of announcing hate. And like we're really – I mean are we regressing as people? I thought it was like – I thought the arc of history was clear and like you're supposed to move forward You, you know the, the thing is forward, but- is that people have this idea of the good old days and – uh, I don't know. Were the good old days where you could just yell at a black woman uh, that she? That's what it is. That's what it like. The the good, the good old, old days, days. The good old days have nothing you to know. do with with it. The, the good old days have all to do with white supremacy. That's what it's about. Good and and white elitism. That's what it's all about. Like finally, about finally, all of these other groups are coming out and, and economic they're saying prosperity because that's the that's the argument. The other it's it's the argument is that no, you're just you're just you're calling us racist and what we're really talking about is safety security and economic independence 
independence, like that kind of thing. Like that's what the, that's what America that's what making America great really means is you restore order and you keep so restoring order to them means exactly that like they want to be in charge again and i'm sorry it's just that's just not the world we live in anymore and finally and, and the thing did you hear about i think it was a congressman who was on the news and basically yeah. steve king from iowa talked about subgroups the off. subgroups the uh what what subgroups have contributed to uh history more than Western culture. Western Europe, Eastern Europe, and the United States are responsible for all of the And I'm like, well, if it really comes down to it, if you're thinking about it, the United States was based on free labor. So I can't say, like, look, it was, you can say the planners, whatever, the people who planned the shit, but it really came down who, to who did it. And it wasn't fucking them. You know what I mean? Oh. So it's like, it just, it's like we we act we have this idea that we got here in this country we got to this point um because we are amazingly smart and innovative and no it's because we fucking enslaved people well let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you uh this is the thing about canada that was shockingly yes what do the canadians think about us well it's a combination <laughs> of things so the first guy I, I met was my cab driver off the plane taking me to where i was going and he wanted to talk about Trump. Literally, everyone wants to talk about American politics. They're fascinated by it, but like they're also like, why on earth is this still going on? It's been like two years. What is fucking wrong with you? And I was like, well, it's a money thing, mainly, and that's what it all comes down to. One, two. Uh, so the first guy is there a two? Yeah. For, no, no, no. But the, my point. Two. The, the the guy was a Trump supporter. The cab driver was like, I just think he's entertaining and think it's great. And I was like, oh no, like I'm I'm gonna get. That fucking Halifax is this is going to be terrible. But literally everyone else I met was amazing, and the, I, I talked about love with everyone. This was the same weekend that the de like uh, the like uh, Alton Sterling and Philando Castile were both killed, and then Dallas happened, and I was up in Canada. And I'll tell you, I was sad. It was yeah. really sad. But you know what was amazing was to be walking around a city and like like. They don't think about guns. No one's going to get killed. You know, like, so, like, like it really, you know, me, I talk about this all the time, how scared I am, just like, not scared, but just anxious I am thinking, like, thinking that at any point someone's going to yeah. kill me. Yeah. And like, honestly, for a weekend, that like faded away. Like, I was up there because I was doing comedy at a music festival. And in that scenario, in a music festival like that in a city, I would have been thinking, this is a perfect place for like an attack. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I'm from Chicago. That happens. And I, you know, there's something, I mean, like, you know, it could happen anywhere now. It's happening all over the place and no one is safe. But like, there is something to be said about, like, about a place that you, where no one has guns. And, you know, I'm sure there are plenty of racist Canadians and it's definitely whiter than it is here. And we do deal with this multicultural. I hate that excuse. Everyone's like, well, America's multi, there's just a lot more non white people. So you're going to get a lot more racism. And it's just that's like such bullshit. Like, why is that even a. Oh, it, it, here's the thing. I'm just so I wake up every morning and I have I feel like I'm getting the anxiety that you have. And it's not a happy feeling. Not my fault. Like, no, it truly isn't. It's just that, you know, now. I mean, this is a really fucking volatile time. Like, people are gross. What? People are fucking just out of their minds. And the thing is, is like Trump would bail on you all in a fucking well, second if it got down to it. Ugh, you know, here's my question on this, Tony. And as you're you're someone who 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 uh, who tends to 
um, take the side of the aggrieved and the uh, the 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 um, uh, uh, discriminated against and taking forceful action. How do you feel about what happened in Dallas and Baton Rouge? The Black people killing cops. Like, honest honest to goodness. Honest to goodness, I feel like, look, when you poke a bear for too fucking long, the bear is going to bite you back. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of people sh acting so fucking shocked, and, and suddenly it's a tragedy, and Hillary Clinton comes out and says, we're going to really put all full charges on anyone who kills fucking cops. Yeah. What about these people who are killed for no fucking reason yeah. by cops. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Blue Lives Matter can yeah. suck my like, cock. It's, it's, I don't like is it sad? Yes. Is it sad when anyone dies? Yes. It doesn't am, help. Am it I, doesn't help. Am I gonna sit here and be like, oh shit, cops should no, because you know what? Cops can be fucking dicks. Are they all? No. And that's what I'm sick and tired of too, people. You know, don't generalize. Well, you know what? It's hard not to generalize because there's a protection thing that cops have where they protect each other, they protect their own, and they're not out to protect you a lot of the time. And that's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's just, uh, you know, there, you can't be like, yeah, they got what they, they deserve. And I don't even feel anywhere there. And I do feel like this, like, like the, the cause isn't helped at all with cops dying. But it's just like two black people killed a bunch of cops. That is like not even close to the amount of no, cops who no. killed black people. Numbers like are off. A couple of months. Numbers are off. You know, and like, see, and you know, but I, it does, it does, it does, it just sets this tone right now that, um, that we, that so the societal contract is breaking down. Yeah, you know, and and that yeah. and that it feeds right into this Republican National Convention fear-based yeah. montage of of mostly white people and telling the thing, us to be scared and vote for them. And Hillary's a crook and a cunt. And, and they're this. feeding the fire with all that. Like, and, and here's God. the thing. And real quick, I just have to say, like. I have a really checkered past when it comes to my acceptance of other races, uh, what? people, people. Really? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I was raised to really, really enjoy my privilege and the fact that I can pass as a white person. I love you. And I went through a lot of things and I've said a lot of really horrible things. It's on the internet. Like, I did a <laughs> show on YouTube where oh, I you said forgot. a lot of really problematic yeah. things. Yeah, oh, you forgot Tony's old I uh, was podcast. An, which did, I was an ableist. Tony's a racist cunt. I was an ableist. I was, and the thing is, is like, finally, I met someone uh, who, I'll give a shout out to Joey Grant because he's fucking brilliant. And we worked on this project together. It was a queer website. And it opened my eyes to things that like I refuse to fucking see. And you know what? After that happened, I didn't feel changed. I didn't feel enlightened. I felt fucking stupid. Yeah. Because I wasted so much time yeah. talking and saying such stupid shit. When when none of these people that I would talk about ever influenced my life or affected my life negatively. And I'll tell you, this goes back to the thing about uh, gay Republicans, gay racists and all that stuff. I'm just like, how dare how you? How dare you? you how are. dare you run straight when you're getting like because these people don't like you. These people will sell you fucking yeah. out like that when it's fucking yeah. expedient for them. They're just looking yeah. for your vote and they will give you nothing. Mike Pence. And hold they're on, looking at you. Yeah. But it, like Mike Pence, the Republican nominee for vice president, is like actively tried to fucking he take your up rights Indiana. away. And the point of it is like when growing up, like all of these hate words were, I got it at a young age because faggot meant so much to me. And yeah. it 
yeah. hurt me so much. Yeah. And it stabbed me. So to think of any other word that was used to describe people in mass and so negatively that was just pure hate. Like even if it was made in a joke, it hurt me so much and I got it and I empathized because yeah. I was capable of that. And for a gay person to not be able to fucking get outside of themselves or be so fucking desirous of, and this isn't me giving them off the hook, but it's like they're so damaged and desirous of acceptance that they're willing to be a part of this problem. I just don't understand it, and it fucking drives me insane. And I do think if you're a gay Republican, you deserve to you deserve you you deserve you're worse. You're worse. You're worse because you know what discrimination is like, yeah. and you're still going to that side. Yeah. And you're and you're literally their show pony, and they'll they'll bring you out when they need you, and they'll put you back. And I want the world. I want <laughs> the world to be funny again. We're and gonna it, make this podcast it, funny again. And it just isn't. It's it just, not. It right just now. isn't. And like I, Ghostbusters wasn't funny. <laughs> the RNC isn't funny. You know, there's just not. I for the record, for the record, I enjoyed SNL Ghostbusters. Is, uh, for what it was. Like, I enjoyed it. It was a fun fucking no, movie. I haven't seen it. Like, I, I haven't seen it. And I'm going to go see it. And I'm sure I'll like it because because uh, I, I, I like to. Was I, it I like L- everything. Was it LOL? I'm not a no. I'm not a critic. Was it LOL? No. Yeah. But was it that's real fun to watch? Yeah, dude. You yeah. got to see Slimer again. That's the shit. Yeah. All right. Oh, my God. Wow. I feel good. I, uh, it's you know, great to see you. I need to I, see you. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like that we haven't talked this whole time. This is stupid. Mwah. Uh That's right. We really do like each other. We Where really are we? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Have it's we done a show? a show? We did a show. We did a show. All right. Well, so what are you up to? Uh, you can see me every Wednesday that I'm in LA and for the next two weeks for sure I will be here at Party in the Back at the New California Barbershop and on Sunday at Bar Lubitsch the 24th come down to James Fritz's CD no, yeah, album recording uh, he'll be doing a full album length set we're recording it and I'll be opening up for him he's one of my favorite comics in the world not just because he's one of my good friends he also is that but he will uh, if you want to if you want someone to to uh, put some thoughts into your brain about the modern world that are good and fresh and will make you think, will make you laugh and make you angry. He's the guy. Come down and see us. You owe him money or something? The 24th. No, I just love him to death. He's one of my favorite people <laughs> in the whole world. And he's really, he's going to be a, a big comic. Uh, so catch him, while, catch him while he's here on the 24th. All right. With me. Barlovich. Okay. All right. You're, you're fucking done. Eight o'clock. Uh, <laughs> you can catch me on Monday, this Monday coming up at Popularity Contest. Come out. Please come to the show. It's a lot of fun. I have $100 to give someone who can really entertain the group. Yeah. And if you know anyone at uh, uh, Fleet Douches, we are looking for some sponsors. <laughs> yes, we love a sponsor. We're looking so. for some sponsors and or benefactors. So if you're rich and you think we're cute and funny, <laughs> text they, us. They don't. So uh, next week, we'll be back. So until funny th- stuff. Until then, bye. Bye.